You're listening to the Rua Space Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Rua Space Podcast, where we help you make space for the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in your everyday life. I'm Phil. And I'm Erin. Welcome to Lent, friends. Today is Ash Wednesday, the first day of this season where we make space to connect with God, to connect with ourselves, our humanity, and prepare for this most important event of the death and resurrection of Jesus. And we have something pretty exciting going on for Lent. So we're going to tell you about the program. And then hopefully this episode, which is a standalone episode, can sort of get you excited for that. So, so excited that a few months ago when we were starting up, I mean, I think it was right when we were deciding we were going to actually do this thing and start doing Christian yoga videos. And because, of course, we're still in the midst of a pandemic, everything is still closed around us. And we thought, you know, we'll we'll start online. And then someday when we can go back to being in person, we'll be ready and we'll have practice and all this. So it was right around that time that I had this crazy idea that for Lent this year, what if instead of fasting from something, what if this year we set an intention to do something to grow in our relationship with God. And at the time I was uh, finishing up my yin certification, which is an additional teacher certification, and just really found that my time doing yin practices were a blessing to me and my faith. And I was growing and deepening because of how much time I was spending with God without allowing myself to get distracted by other responsibilities. Like it was my yin time and that became like my Bible's going to be next to me on my mat and I'm going to sit with God. And so I came to Phil and I was like, okay, I have a crazy idea. What if we do 40 yin classes (laughs) and we're going to launch them at Lent? (laughs) And with each class, just to make it more exciting, let's focus on a new name of God. So that every day we're spending at least a half an hour in prayer doing yin. So your body's got a little something to do, but it's like super slow yoga. So it's simple, but your mind is free to think a lot. And we'll learn names of God. We'll stretch our bodies. This is going to be really good. So guys, we have been preparing like crazy. And we are so excited that Lent is here because that means we can finally share what we've been working on with you. So the first video is launched today, which is Ash Wednesday, February 17, 2021. (laughs) And the first video, we're going to release one a week for free on YouTube. So if you want to check it out, head over to YouTube. The link is in the description. Our YouTube channel is Christian Yoga with Rua Space. Yes, and you can find some of the classes there to sort of see what it's like. And then you can join the program in our memberships if you're interested, which the link is also below. But since it is Lent, I want to talk a little bit about this names of God thing. So as we all probably know, so please don't turn this off because it's going to sound very like normal and what you hear all the time, is we are from dust and to dust we will return, right? Mm. That this is where we come from, this is where we're going. And this isn't to demean us at all, right? We are made in the image of God. But there's a sense in which we are a part of the creation. That we don't earn the love that we receive or the mercy or the grace. We are from dust. We are a part of the creation. And that's humbling, right? And that reminds us of our humanity. And that reminds us that we make mistakes and other people make mistakes. And that's part of the world. But then what's beautiful about this and this is where the names of God comes in, 
is that God reveals God's self to us, to us like dust people, like dirt man. Despite, dirt despite us being dust. Right? Yeah. And to know someone's name is to know something of who they are. Like, especially in the ancient world, right? Like, today people name their kids all kinds of things. They don't always have meaning. But in the ancient world, especially in the Bible, names often hold extreme significance. That the name Jacob, right, being turned into Israel. Israel Mm -hmm. means wrestles with God, essentially, Mm -hmm. right? Contends with God. Well, you've even got Abraham and Sarah, right? When they didn't know God. They were Abram and Sarai. Mm-hmm. And then when God claimed them as the beginning of his new generations, they received new names. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, God has Hosea name his children, um, names that were speaking to the judgment and who the people were, all these different things. So names are significant. This is why it's really significant that God allows Adam to name the animals in the garden, right? Mm. God is allowing Adam to partake in this creation. But the fact that God reveals God's names to us is just so significant because God is a mystery, right? Like I can say that God is a trinity, three and one, one and three, mm-hmm. you know, God has revealed God's self in the Bible and such, but there's still a sense in which the Isaiah passage of my, my thoughts are higher than yours and my ways are higher than yours. Like I think the amount of God I get is very mm-hmm. small. Okay. Yeah. If you want a good measure for it, just a tangent, try take, take a five-year-old and try to start explaining it to them. We have the best theology conversations with our five-year-old because he looks at you and you can tell he's just desperately trying to understand what you're talking about. And you put in the simplest terms possible and he just shoots it back at you and you're like, I see how that came across. Like It is more complicated than we're accustomed to. A five-year-old will test your theological knowledge, that's for sure. They know (laughs) the questions they ask. But that's where the names come in helpful, too, because you're able to identify parts and pieces of who God is. We can't can't share with our five-year-old, here is God, black and white, but we can share these different aspects, and that's helping him piece together an understanding of who the creator of the universe is. Exactly. So the names, you know, Dale Cooper was on the Ruiz Space podcast back in like 2019, one of my favorite episodes. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Um, And in that episode, he talks about name is nature. And so he shares the story about, you know, when Moses is at the burning bush and he asks God God's name, he's not saying, give me the sounds to call you, right? Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, Phil or Aaron, right? Like, I don't know that, I, I mean, I don't know that my name, my a family name, right? But there's not a necessarily, my name actually comes from Philip, which is um, in Greek, Phil for love and Ip, hippos, horses, lover of horses, like that has no meaning whatsoever. It has family meaning, but the name in and of itself doesn't have meaning, right? <laughs> like, um, so he's not asking him, just tell me the sounds to call you. He's saying, who are you? Coop points out, he's like, he's asking him, can I trust you? What is your nature? And so when God tells him my name is Yahweh, um, this there's many different ways that people translate this. People talk about it being related to breathing. Um, it's a verb, right? It's not even necessarily a noun. But he, sa- he brings up this Roman Catholic theologian, John McQuarrie, and he says one of the best translations is, I will be there with you. Mm. That God is saying, I'm not giving you a name just to call me as a meaning. I'm, I'm telling you who I am. Mm. And who I am is a God who 
will be there with you, specifically in his situation, going back to Pharaoh to bring the people out of Egypt, right? And so the names of God, you often may think, well, there's only one name of God. There's God or there's Yahweh, right? Um, But there's actually dozens and dozens of names throughout scripture. So our first class is El Roy. Yeah, this is one of my personal favorite names of God because it comes from the story when Hagar has been mistreated by Sarai because she's now pregnant and she runs away into the desert and just waits to die because she figures this isn't this isn't working mm-hmm. nobody cares for her and god comes to her and says i am el roy like i see you nobody else is seeing you or valuing you but i see you and, and he doesn't, i see like, your value say that's my name he shows that that's yeah, his name it's just it's this most beautiful story and i haven't done it justice so it's Genesis chapter 16. You can go read it. Um, and it, it goes by in a blip so you wouldn't catch it. But when you're when you're looking and seeking after names for God, when you find one, it's like this treasure because you're realizing now there's this new way to understand another part of who God is. And it's how he interacts with his people, which is the craziest thing of all. This isn't like who God is, but it doesn't impact us. It's Each one of these names has to do with how God relates to us. Exactly. Yeah, so God sees us as we are. Um, There's Alpha and Omega. God is the beginning and the end. We God is the author and the finisher, right? We know where the story is going. Jesus is rabbi, is a teacher. We talk about God is our refuge, not just providing our refuge, but God is literally our refuge. And so we're invited to take these names that people have given to God in our history and own them, not just to make our prayer life more interesting, like, oh, look, I can shout out all these fancy Hebrew and Greek words and names or whatever. It, it is meant to say by saying this name, we are invoking something that is meant to draw us closer to God and is meant to mean something like in our life right now by calling God refuge, Are we taking refuge in something else? Are we noticing where God may be a refuge? Are we desiring for God to be our refuge because we don't feel it right now? Mm -hmm. We cry out to God, El Roy, maybe we've been rejected. Someone saw who we are and rejected us. Or we feel like we've got to put on all these masks or we're not true to who we're meant to be. So the names of God help us in our life to find where God may be challenging us, encouraging us, ultimately, all going back to that John McQuarrie, I will be there with you. Whatever we are experiencing, whatever we are going through, God is there with us. And the names of God help us understand how God is there with us. So our hope in this is one, just in this episode by itself, to maybe encourage you to say, go look at different names of God in scripture. Um, You know, we don't want to cover them all in this one episode, but Whatever you may be going through, God's name is, I am there. I will be there with Mm. you. I am, right? God is. God is being with us. And God shows up in so many different ways throughout scripture and has given so many names. So we encourage you to go through those and to know there's probably a unique name to connect with where you are today. But then if you are interested in taking it one step further, do go click that link below. We'd love to see you guys in those classes, in that special program to go deeper with the names of God as we stretch our body and stretch our faith. So with that, friends, I think... I think that's all we have for Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm.
the names of God, 40 days of yin. Friends, this is the God that has revealed God's self to you to be known and so that you can know and be known so that you can be loved and loved. So explore those names of God. Click that link below and we hope to see you in there, friends. Thanks for being with us today. Blessings this Lent and blessings as you pray the names of God. Grace and peace be with you. Thank you.